Hey everybody, Stefan Mond from Freedom Main Radio. Welcome to your daily argument. So for many years, sorry, I shouldn't laugh, for many years, for many years, I have been talking about the need to make romantic, business, professional, social decisions based upon values. That if somebody wants you thrown in jail for following your own conscience, that person is not a friend of yours. They can pretend to be a friend of yours, but they're not really a friend of yours. And I have been talking about ostracism as the way to spread ideas. When society is faced with a new idea, a new argument, or an argument that has had the slings and arrows of outrageous slander cast against it for many decades, when society comes across a new idea, it has no way to evaluate whether that idea is true or false, or good or bad, or right or wrong, moral or immoral. People can't think. I mean, it's tragic. They've been crippled. They've been hobbled. They're like slaves with their Achilles sawn through because, you know, government schools and other mechanisms within society have stripped from people their capacity to think, has, has made thinking a, a crime and a punishment. They've ostracized the thinkers. Nerd, apple polisher, keener, whatever, right? So people have no capacity to evaluate whether a new idea is good or bad. What they want to know, though, deep down is, is a new idea, is this new idea, is it going to be successful or unsuccessful? You know, there's an old saying about revolution. It says, treason doth never prosper. What's the reason? Why, if it prospers, none dare call it treason, right? If you overthrow the king in an aristocratic society, if you succeed and you become the new king, well, it's not treason because you now have the power to punish, which formerly was going to be used to punish you, and therefore nobody's going to call it treason. It's only treason if you fail, right? If you succeed, it's the law. And so people, all they want to know is, will your idea succeed or fail? Now, if your idea is going to fail, they're not getting on board. They're just not going to do it. Because if you take a run at controlling a social narrative, if you take a run at the powers that be, philosophically or morally, or with a new idea, and you fail, most times in human society, I mean, you would have been uh, punished, uh, you would have been ostracized, you would have been killed, uh, and your followers, and, you know, like Christians in the lion's den kind of stuff. It's one of the exceptions. Well, they were punished until they weren't, until they became uh, the official religion of the Roman Empire. But people, they don't... They don't know if it's true or it's false or it's right or it's, they just want to know, is it going to work? Is it going to succeed? They want to be on the winning team, right? They don't want to be on the moral team. Throughout history, that barely got you anything. They want to be on the winning team. And so what they want to see from you, if you are proposing that society go in a new direction that threatens the existing power structures, what they want to know is this, it is one thing and one thing only. Are you committed? Are you all in? Are you gonna go the distance? It's just like a pose. It's just like a cool thing that you're trying out. You know, it's a little rebellious phase, like I'm so punk, you know, and then you just go end up getting a job as an accountant or something. Sorry, that's a disrespect to accountants, but. That's all people want to know. They can't judge whether you're right or wrong, good or bad. And even if they could, they don't really care. 
What they care about is, are you going to succeed? Now, if you take a run at the powers that be and you succeed, fantastic. You know, it's like, like the founding fathers all died poor after they overthrew the British monarchy from their country. Or um, look at how much money Lenin started with and how much he ended with, or Stalin for that matter. It's not moral equivalence, it's just if you succeed, if you succeed. So people want to know if you're going to win or you're going to lose. And the only way they have to judge whether you're going to win or going to lose is how committed are you. And if you look at the various ideologies in competition in the world today, the ideologies that are the, that are the most committed are gaining the most adherence. The ideologies that are the most all-in, so to speak, are the ones that are gaining and spreading the most. Because people can't judge whether your new moral system or your new ideology or your new way of doing things they can't judge if it's good or bad. They only want to know if it's going to succeed or fail. And the only way that they know, they know how to judge whether it's going to succeed or fail is to judge your level of commitment. So Paul Joseph Watson recently uh, wrote that a new Pew Research poll finds that liberals are far more intolerant than conservatives, once again slaying the sacred cow that left is so less bigoted when it comes to people who hold different beliefs to them. Nearly half of liberal Democrats say a friend's support for Donald Trump would put a strain on their relationship only 13% of Republicans and Republican leaners say a friend's support for Hillary Clinton would do the same. Liberal intolerance, the poll finds, actually increases with more education. And I'll put a link to the article below. Now, of course, a lot of people, when they read this, they say, oh, that's terrible. Oh, I can't believe those terrible leftists are so intolerant of people who disagree with them. Right? With all due respect, that's a ridiculous response. <laughs> You understand the left has been winning for generations. Why? Because they're willing to dump friends who have opposing beliefs. Because, oh, it's such a shame if you can't be friends with people who have differing political beliefs. See, political beliefs, they're not like having a difference in musical tastes or movie tastes or, you know, opera versus ragtime. I mean, political beliefs are, most cases, certainly on the left, it's forcing people to do what they damn well don't want to do, or forcibly preventing them from doing what they want to do, even if everything involved is peaceful and voluntary and so on. It's all... So the left is, quote, intolerant and will throw people under the bus. I've seen articles saying, dump your friends, dump your family, dump your husband or wife, well, usually husband, right, if, if they're a Trump supporter and so on. And people will say, oh, that's so intolerant. Is it? If people want a government policy that throws you in jail for following your own conscience, if people support a candidate who's against free speech or who wants increased violations of your property rights or who wants more programming and, and horrifying hypersexualization of your kids in government schools, and is that just a difference of opinion? Of course it's not. And so what's happening is the conservatives are saying, well, that's so intolerant and they're preening around like we're so virtuous that we, we get along with people who are supporters of Hillary Clinton. That is not something to be proud of. That is something to be deeply ashamed of as being not committed to your cause. And I have to be frank with you. If the, less, if the left's intolerance is so terrible, then why has the left been winning for generations? The left 
Leftist academics generally won't tolerate a non-leftist in their midst. Leftist reporters won't tolerate a non-leftist in their midst. Of course they're intolerant. What does that mean? Intolerant is just the coward's word for committed. They're committed. They will not hire outside of their ideological bubble. They will not support outside of their ideological bubble. They go to the wall. They throw whatever slings and arrows of outrageous insults they can at people outside their ideological bubble. They are committed. Do you think that Christianity became a dominant force in the Roman Empire because Christians didn't stand up for their beliefs? Christians stood up to their beliefs to the, to the point of crucifixion and death and mauled by lions, persecuted, thrown in jail. They were committed. And if you want to win a social conflict, don't have to use violence. All you have to do is be committed. And I keep saying to people, and I know that there's risks and dangers involved, and I don't want to minimize or pretend that those aren't real or they aren't there. I keep telling people, I've been telling people for 10 years. It's about your level of commitment. I don't have people in my life who support big government because I don't support people who want me thrown in jail for following my conscience in a voluntary and free manner. There's a gun in the room held by the statists. You can pretend it's not there. They never will. And you pretending it's not there is not tolerance to lack of commitment. And those who lack commitment, my friends, lose.